We all need help putting God's Word into practical daily use. This podcast helps accomplish just that by giving people access to the applicable, gospel-centered messages of Dr. Cook on the air whenever they need it. Help send an encouraging word to someone today. Simply visit walkwiththeking.org donate to support Walk with the King. Thank you for listening. All right, thank you very much. And hello again, radio friends. How in the world are you? Doing all right today? Oh, I trust so. Bless your heart. This is your good friend Bob Cook, and I'm glad to be back with you for a few moments together with God's precious, inerrant, infallible, eternal word, the Bible. It's still dark outside, and I've just been carrying out all the trash. Don't you, fellas, do you you hate to carry out the trash? I don't know why it is. It really isn't all that uh, distressing or terrible, but to have to get up what seems like the middle of the night and and lug uh, a a couple of containers uh, full of of trash out to the street. And sometimes you stand there thinking, why do I have to do this? (laughs) Do you ever feel that way? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. The essence of life is found in doing cheerfully the things that you don't particularly want to do. One of the secrets of getting on through life is do cheerfully what you have to do and do it without grumbling uh, because uh, a, a cheerful approach to things you have to do will take the sting and the bite and the boredom out of them. Well, yes, it's still dark outside, and even the birds are still walking. But uh, you and I are up, and we're happy in the Lord, and I'm so glad to be with you. Bless your heart. We're in First Peter chapter 3, and the last time we got together, we had just touched on this truth that, that uh, Peter is giving us. He says, don't talk back or hit back. But he said, render blessing. It's your privilege, Christian. It's your privilege to bless people. Had you thought of your life in that connection? That when you come into a situation, people feel blessed? Now, that's not always true of me, I'm sure. Nor is it always true, I suppose, of you. But the ideal and God's norm is that you and I should deal in terms of blessing. So Peter says, Be all of one mind, having compassion, love as brethren, be pitiful, be courteous, not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing. Don't hit back or strike back or, or talk back, but contrarywise, blessing. Instead of when, when, when people treat you poorly, instead of giving it back to them, You give them blessing, the blessing of the Lord. Because knowing that ye are thereunto called, that ye should inherit a blessing. God's calling involves the forgiveness of our sins. Yes, it does. We're called to righteousness, and we're called to peace, and sometimes we're called to suffer. But this calling has to do with blessing. Part of God's eternal purpose for you is that you should be a blessing. Now, that reaches right back into the very very character of God. 
What is the origin of our concept of blessing? Is it earthly? No, it's heavenly. How many times in your prayer have you prayed, O oh Lord, bless me, or bless my family, or bless this effort? Uh, I remember the closing prayer that one of my deacons used to pray. Invariably, he would use the same words. Lord, bless these uh, these things that we have now done in deacons' meeting, and if it, anything is against your will, please hinder it. <laughs> he would always he would always pray that. The, our concept of blessing, beloved, goes right back to the heart and holiness and character of our heavenly Father. Blessing. So he said, part of God's calling is that you should inherit blessing. You didn't work for it. God just gave it to you. It's part of his grace. Now, you can think in terms of, of, of what, uh, what uh, the Bible uses to define blessing. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of uh, the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitting, sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. In his law doth he meditate day and night. God's blessed person is one who's in the word. Our Lord Jesus gave us the Beatitudes. Blessed are they poor in spirit. Blessed are they that mourn. Blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the peacemakers. So on. The blessing of God as delineated by our Lord Jesus Christ. The blessing of God is found in forgiveness. Blessed is the man whose transgression is is covered, whose sin is is forgiven. And the, there's the blessing of obedience in James 1. Whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, that means obeys it, continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Well, those are just a few passages that I've cited from memory here. Blessing. And all of it comes from the very heart and character of your loving Heavenly Father, so that we are properly uh, correct, I think, in saying that the concept of blessing is an extension of the character of God. If you wanted a, uh, if you wanted a, a miniaturization of God's character, you could look at Galatians 5.22, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. That's a miniaturization, a, a, a telescoping of the concept of God's character, and that is what is evidenced when you and I are people of blessing. Now, what is the... Uh, what, what contributes... What constitutes, rather, I should say, what constitutes a life of blessing? Well, you have some thoughts about that that Peter gives us in this third chapter, and I want to look at them with you as uh, time serves us. He said that ye should inherit a blessing. Now remember, it's part of God's gift of grace. God's gracious way of dealing with you is to give you a life that is characterized by an atmosphere of blessing. And we said that the atmosphere of blessing is an extension of the very heart and character of your loving Heavenly Father. So that when you walk into a room, people feel somehow the presence of God. They're blessed by it. All right? 
Now, how does this work? Well, to be blessed, Peter says, there are two elements that show up. One is he that will love life. When things are right with God and your life is is in his control, it's a joy just to be alive. Now, that doesn't say that that there there won't be uh, trials or illnesses or pain or suffering. All of that is part of living, isn't it? Uh, Suffering is part of human existence. We learn that after we live a while. And so... uh, to, to love life doesn't necessarily mean that everything is coming up roses and that you don't have an ache or a pain or that you don't have any trials or that everything always goes right. No, God allows us to have some trials so we'll seek his face. Therefore will the Lord wait, the Bible says, that he may be gracious unto you. You wouldn't know the grace of God unless you had to come as a supplicant. You wouldn't know the tender forgiveness of God as he wipes away your bitter tears of regret unless you had stumbled. And you wouldn't know the the balm of Gilead as applied by the nail-pierced hand unless there had been those experiences where you needed comfort. And now you can say, Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforteth us in all our tribulation that we may be able also to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. God comforts you so that you can comfort others. And all of these things, uh, unfortunately, are wrapped up in the fabric of, of human difficulties and oftentimes sufferings. So I know this very minute I'm talking to people who are aching, hurting, or maybe weeping. Who knows? That's how life is. And so I come then to this phrase, he that would love life. This is the essence of blessing, that somehow it's wonderful to be alive because it's you and God walking through life together. Can two walk together except they be agreed, said the prophet. You have the privilege, like Enoch, of walking with God because you've agreed with him at Calvary, and now you're going his way. He that will love life. To wake up in the morning and to be glad that you're alive to serve God for another day. No matter if, you're, if your body is aching. No matter if arthritis has swollen up those joints until it's a, it's a, a real labor even to, to put one foot out of bed and, and get going in the morning. No matter if there's problems with the family or with the job or with the community. No matter if you've got trials to face. Yes, face them, but face them with God. It's wonderful to be alive with God. That's the essence of blessing. Do you follow that? See, the alternative is to groan, groan, G-R-O-A-N, groan your way through life and to endure it. A lot of people seem just to endure life. Well, you don't have to do it that way, beloved. Uh, I can't promise you that being a Christian is going to remove all of the causes of, of regret or pain or suffering or discomfort uh, or trouble. See, God says, I'll be with him in trouble. God didn't say, I'll take the, all the troubles away. God's presence with you makes all the difference. 
Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Yes, I may be in the valley of the shadow. The gloom is around me. There's no way out or up, but God is there. Oh, that makes such a difference. The touch of his precious nail-pierced hand. Your Savior is with you. He said, I will never leave you. Lo, I am with you all the way. See, he that will love like thee. What constitutes blessing? A relationship with God that makes you just love to live because God is walking with you step by step and his presence is with you moment by moment. Can you take that in? Yes, I know we have troubles. But instead of, of fighting the troubles, face life with God and let him make all of life a blessed miracle. So then that brings us to the, the second element of that which constitutes a blessed life here. And we won't finish it today, but we can at least telegraph it to our hearts and minds. He that will love life and see good days. See good days. You've said to yourself sometimes, well, today was a good day. And that meant that everything went right. Well, some days everything goes wrong. Murphy's Law applies, doesn't it? If anything can go wrong, it will, and at the worst possible time. You can't always uh, have everything happening just the way you wish. But it can be a good day from heaven's point of view. That's the point. Some of the times when I complained the most bitterly to God about what was happening turned out to be times when he was getting ready to bless me in a very wonderful way. And I had to come back and apologize, say, Lord, sorry, Lord, that I complained. So we'll get at this the next time we get together. Part of the essence of blessing is having every day be an adventure with God. Dear Father, help us today to be so close to Thee that every day, this day and the others, will be an adventure with You. In Jesus' name, amen. Till I meet you once again by way of radio, walk with the King today and be a blessing.